0: Welcome to another episode of B-School, a living case study in aligned action. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, speaker, facilitator, and founder of Inner Workout. B-School is a personal development podcast for collective change. So join me in becoming a student of yourself and the world around you. Let's get studying. Hey there! Welcome back to another episode of B-School. I am so glad that you're here. Before we start the episode, I want to let you in on a little secret. My company, Inner Workout, is launching a Kickstarter next week. I'm super excited about it. The product is instead It's a card deck for scrolling less. I'll tell you more about it. And of course, we'll let you behind the scenes into the process. But for now, if you wanna be among the first to be able to order, head to taylorelease.com slash Kickstarter to sign up for notifications. Okay, let's get into the show. This episode is called How Not to Support a Black-Owned Business. Thought it was timely for Black History Month, but really it's timely in any month. For me, as a Black woman who is also a business owner, 2020 was a roller coaster for all of the reasons that 2020 was already a roller coaster, having a pandemic, having uprisings and all of that, but also trying to figure out how to sustain myself and my business in the midst of it. So I've probably mentioned this before, but I launched in a workout. September of 2019 publicly. And my plan for 2020 was to do some bigger public events and partnerships. That obviously did not happen in the way that I thought, not in-person events, but with the pandemic, people needed self-care more. So I was able to do some really exciting partnerships. And then all of these social uprisings happened, which... That was such an interesting and energizing and exhausting time. It was cool to see people out on the streets making their voices heard, seeing companies being really called to account for some of their actions, and then also just as a person who is married to a Black man who has a Black father, (laughs) who has Black nephews, who like, I'm not even going to get into all of that, but I can see my family in these pictures and in these hashtags and see how so easily any of these stories could have been people that I love. And so I'm navigating just the emotional sense of, of seeing all of these things on the screen and also realizing that I still run a business <laughs> The good news was that I was inundated with a lot of opportunities where people were like, oh man, we should shop from Black-owned businesses, and maybe we should learn from people who don't look like us. And it was this strange mixture of I was having a lot of mourning and anxiety for the safety of people that I cared about, and also having all of these Partnership opportunities that I wouldn't have dreamed would have happened at that stage of the business. So I was holding things in both hands. And now I want to pause and speak to you specifically if you are a Black business owner and maybe you are getting some press or some attention this month or at any time because you're a Black business owner. I want to say a couple things to you before I speak more broadly to everyone else about how they can support Black businesses. The first thing that I want to say is. Don't feel guilty. Don't feel guilty for getting any extra attention, attention of companies that are larger than you or people with platforms that are bigger than yours. I definitely felt that for a bit. I can remember, like, distinct conversations and feelings where I just was like, "I don't deserve this. Why are these people interested in me?" And one of my friends reminded me, like, you're, you're getting a little peek into what it looks like to have access. Now you have access to platforms and resources and to capital that you didn't necessarily have access to before. And this person was speaking to me, knowing the work that I do with Inner Workout and even through B-School and the stuff that I care deeply about, which is helping people become their full selves, helping people create change in the world, create a better world. Like if I'm living into that mission and trying to bring forth that vision of the world, then you're damn right, like I'm gonna take as much as I can get so that I can make the mission and the vision that much more possible so that they can be realized. So it's not about me like, oh, am I qualified or blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, I really believe in the stuff that we're building. And if more people can hear about it and have access to it because of these opportunities, then I'm, I'm gonna say yes where it feels right. And that leads to the second point. So the first one is don't feel guilty. Like there are plenty of business owners who just have to tap a shoulder or talk to a friend of a friend and can get something written up about them or can get an intro to someone who would be super helpful. You're getting a taste of that. Don't be afraid to take advantage of it in an aligned way. The second tip is to be abundant. It's not just about February or June. I'm, I'm guessing that people will probably do things around Juneteenth going forward. It's not just about these moments where it's trendy for companies to feature Black founders. The right opportunities will continue to come to you. So don't say yes from a place of scarcity. I can think of a specific yes that I, I said from a place of scarcity because I knew that this partner had a really big platform. And that if I did something with them, I would probably be able to grow in our workouts platform. And I did, but now I realize that the people who were brought on weren't necessarily aligned. And now we're having to do partly some education to people and also having to just draw lines in the sands. Like this is what we're about. If you want it, stay, if you don't go. And so if I would have just been like, you know what? There'll be an opportunity to do another similar partnership with an email list or with an Instagram following or with a podcast audience, whatever it is that's really aligned, and then those people will be the right people. So be abundant. Don't feel guilty and be abundant. It's great to have these opportunities. They aren't the only ones. Don't twist yourself into knots trying to make an opportunity fit that just isn't right for you right now. So that's to you, my fellow Black business owners. I want to talk to everyone else. Three things that you can do to support a Black-owned business to truly support them. The first thing is to stick around. Now, it depends on the nature of the company, right? Some companies, like if you are buying something, a piece of art for your home, that might be the only piece that you, you buy. It's a, if it's a $5,000 piece of art, you're probably not buying those once a quarter. But you can still follow that artist on Instagram and refer other people to them. Or if it's something like I think of the Honeypot Company, you're buying those products more more frequently. Stick around, stick with that company and keep supporting them. The reason why I mentioned this is because transparently for me, getting all of this extra attention and these people who wanted to buy from Black-owned businesses, it made it really hard to figure things out financially and to make projections. I couldn't, predict sales because people bought stuff. And then I didn't know if they were a true customer who would come to another workshop later or who'd come to another live inner workout later. And a lot of people just kind of bought something, checked off their I supported a, a black-owned business and then bounced. So figure out what it means to you to be in relationship with a brand, whether it's being on their email list or following them on social media. And this also applies to people, consumers, but it also applies to companies. So if you're like, I want to partner with more minority-owned businesses, think about how it can be a relationship. I'm really excited that overall, yeah, there was that one yes especially that I shouldn't have said yes to, but most of the partners, the people that I've said yes to, the companies that I've said yes to have turned into ongoing relationships where I'm getting to do more than one thing with them or in a workout's getting to do more than one thing with them. And it's this relationship where we're figuring out what I can give and offer to their audiences, and what they can give, which is often more exposure, it's access to their audience. So think about how it can be long-term instead of making supporting Black-owned the flavor of the month. The second one I want to share is to slow down. So Miriam Ajayi, who is the founder of Dive in Well and who is just She's just such a dynamo. I feel I feel like she's my mentor from afar. And she often talks about how urgency can stem from white supremacy, especially when you're imposing urgency on other people. So if you're a company that's like, okay, we want to support more Black-owned businesses, we're going to build that into our procurement practices, or we're going to do a feature of one company a month, or however that looks actually make a plan for this. I can't tell you, and this is another thing that I regret, especially in that like June through August time, is some of the companies that I worked with that I didn't end up building long-term partnerships with, they were really like, I need this like tomorrow or I need this in two days. And I was coming from that place of scarcity of like, when am I gonna have access to this audience again? So I better hurry, hurry, hurry. And that's me trying to build a different world through my businesses, but really leaning into this world that has been built on go as quickly as possible. And that's not what I want. And especially if you're saying that you want to support a Black-owned business, starting the relationship in a way that's forcing them to rush and is showing that you're prioritizing your timeline over theirs is not a, it's not actually being a support. It's being kind of manipulative, honestly, because you're saying you're doing this good thing while undermining them as well. And that's not to say that like sometimes things do come up last minute. That is a real thing that can happen, but think about how you can plan ahead of time and prioritize this, make it actually a priority instead of, okay, yeah, we're going to do this thing every February, which means I'm going to start sending emails out January 27th. That's not the way. Another thing that I'll say in the slowdown category is just, this is for small businesses in general, but realize that smaller businesses don't have the infrastructure of larger businesses, right? Like they don't have their own fleets of people who can deliver things. They're having to work, what do more with less essentially. And so Sometimes they're going to move a little bit more slowly, especially in times where people are buying a bunch of stuff because it's the holiday season or because it's a time like February where people want to support Black-owned businesses. So know that when you're supporting them, they're not Amazon. It's going to take a little bit longer. Plan for that instead of being rude about it. And again, this goes for Black-owned businesses, but also small businesses in general, Like Amazon has really messed with what we expect in terms of shipping and how quickly things move, which is just not realistic. So try to get out of that Amazon mindset. Maybe that's another episode because I could keep going on that. Last thing is to stop the savior complex. Please stop it. These are businesses. You're supporting black-owned businesses. I didn't say support black-owned charities or 501c3s or yeah, it's businesses. I can think of one instance, probably two, where just the way sometimes people are phrasing things is like, you are doing me a favor by giving me business, by buying something from me or my business. And businesses should be an exchange. You should be getting something of value and you should be receiving something of value. So, be really mindful of how you're talking about supporting Black-owned businesses. You're not here to save us. (laughs) So yeah, that's just something to be aware of. So to wrap things up, give you a little overview. To my fellow Black business owners, don't feel guilty for the attention. Take advantage of it where it makes sense, but also be abundant. Don't make decisions from a place of scarcity. To everyone else, stick around, build relationships with these companies. Slow down. Don't act from this place of urgency. Don't impose your urgency on someone else. And then stop the savior complex. You're really here to find brands that you love and will be excited about. And if you're looking to make a donation, then make a donation to a charitable organization. And there are plenty of amazing ones. If you're looking for some organizations to support, text Hotline B and let me know. And I'm happy to send you some that I personally like supporting. With that being said, I will let you go. Thank you so much for listening and I will be back in your earbuds next week. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison, Elise is E-L-Y-S-E and check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com.